0: Are you late for school? Because class is now in session. The Daily Target starts right now. Welcome to this edition of Expressions. I'm your host, Sierra Tavares-Reyes, and this is The Daily Target for Saturday, January 28th, 2023. Hey guys, I am so sorry. I have been away. I have been incredibly busy with so much stuff going on. Um There's been like a lot. So let's start from the top with the, the hottest topics and what's been going on. So first of all, let's give a big shout out to Anna Toledo for fighting for us. Um there was a targeted justice lawsuit that was filed um you know against the deep state and they're kind of, you know, pissed off about that because you know they're about to lose money. You know, all this stuff is going to come crashing down. It's it's you know 2023 is I knew that instinctively that this was going to be our year that we were going to see um this everything, you know, start to change and, you know, it's going to it's it's going to be ruffling some feathers. And she's been working very, very hard um, and everything. And I really appreciate it. There's been some comments that have been negative and people are, you know, the naysayers and the negative Nancy's and the Debbie Downers. And it's like, you know, it's like, listen, you know, this is a glimmer of hope. That we have, you know, we got a lot of people out here that are being targeted. You know, we're trying to get somewhere. Stop being negative. You know, stop. You know, yes, everybody's gotten used to being targeted and dealing with this. But it's like, why aren't people being happy about, you know, seeing what is happening? Okay, there is a ton of targeted individuals in the United States, you know, that can validate all of this. We got our proof. We got our evidence. We got everything that we need to take this program down because it's going to take all of us to do it. And people are just, you know, talking down and and being like, oh, well, I don't think this is going to happen. Oh, well, what makes you say this is going to end? And, oh, they're going to find a loophole to this and all of that. And it's like, stop. Just stop. You know, we're finally going to get our lives back. You know, I don't even care about any monetary compensation or reparations. I just want this to end so we can go back to being normal and we can go back to living our lives and being happy and not having to focus on this all the time. You know, that's what people should be focused on. So, um. So the perps, you know, same old, same old with me. You already know how they do. Same old, same old. All this week has been nothing but, you know, straight up vandalism. It was just one thing after another. It was just like this, breaking up that, breaking up this, you know, moving this around, uh, blood on my walls, snot on my walls. You know, all this, all this is being documented. All this is being documented. So when I get ready to make a police support, there's not going to be, oh, well, it's this, oh, well, it's that, oh, well, it's this, da, da, da. I'm documenting every single thing down, and that is what targets need to do is to continue to keep documenting no matter what. Do not stop documenting because they're going to continue until until they can't do it no more. So that, that's what needs to happen. Okay? Um. So... Like I said, you know, kudos to uh, to, to Anna Toledo uh, for really coming out and, you know, kicking and swinging and, and, and putting the ball in motion. And I think things are going to be a lot different this year, and I'm glad that we're starting to see that at the beginning of the year so it can transpire to the rest of the years, you know, And like I said, everything will be obsolete. And I hope all these people that participated in this organized talking, you know, I hope everybody gets their comeuppance all the way from whoever participated in it, thinking that they were doing a service to the community and this and that. Everybody's going to get their karma. I guarantee you, life always comes back to people. You know, nothing, we are not meant to be angry, upset and, and, and like this forever, you know, but. My life is boring, but I do love my life, even though it's boring as hell. And I want get, to get my life back to where I need it to be and start enjoying the things that I used to enjoy and all that. But like I said, all these people, all this scum, all these perps, everybody that signed those non-disclosure agreements, all that money that they put in there, you know, it's, I'm telling you, there's going to be like a perp pyramid, you know, and it's got to start from the top. And the people are probably at the bottom are the ones that are in your neighborhood or the ones that are that live near you. You know? Those are the people that I really want to see get their comeuppance for sure. So I'm just hoping that, you know, everything moves swiftly, you know, lawsuits they take time, but we're patient, you know, hopefully before the summer, hopefully we'll see some something change. We'll be right back. I don't know what happened cause things just will Back, okay, so another thing I want to talk about. So, um, all this week I've been dealing with you know nothing but straight up vandalism, you know, the same old, same old, you know, just trying to get my attention, you know, move this around, cut this up, poke a hole in that, scrape this, chip that, same old, same old, (laughs) you know, it's just guys, I'm like, oh, guys, you know, there was piss on my floor, and like I said, it's not on my walls, all that kind of stuff, all this stuff is being documented, you know, so. Um that's what's been, been going on with me. Um, but yeah, they just like to let me know that they they come in and like I said, I know they can hear me, I know they can see me. They've already proved that they can hear me, so I already got evidence of that as well. So um, but yeah. So that's what's going on with that. And um I wanted to talk about something else. So now I'm gonna get um a little personal here. So I did, I recently did a documentary called Silhouette. And Silhouette um, basically was the sit down interview with me telling my story about being a targeted individual because I've done like little short clips and little, you know, snippets of videos on TikTok and YouTube and all that, but I never really, really got into the real in depth you know, stuff, the real hardcore stuff, um, as it relates to, um, organized contract stalking. Okay. And so of course the perps looked through the video, they saw it, they watched it or whatever, whatever. They can see everything you're doing on your phone. Yada, yada, got it. Uh, well, there was a part in there where I mentioned that I didn't really have any, really friends, any friends. And so one of my friends or former friends, I should say, reached out to me on Instagram and reached out to me on Facebook but I threw him away and let me tell you why what's going on. Um, this guy, this was two in 2012. Um, we, we had, I, I was 14. He was like, I don't know. I think he was like 10 or something like that. I don't remember, but, um, he was a couple of years uh, younger than me. And, um, we had known each other since that, you know, we kind of grew up together, you know, whatever. Um, so, and he's gay, and not that it has anything to do with it, but I, I'm just trying to make a point here. Um, he had a boyfriend who um, th- they, they dated and everything, and that was fine. But um, he got admitted into a hospital because he had a life-threatening condition called pancreatitis, which is inflammation of the pancreas, and he was in the ICU. And so... Um, I was at work, and um, you know, I was already worried about him because we had been friends for so long. You know, we were probably in our twenties or something like that. I don't remember. Um, But his boyfriend calls me and tells me that you know that he's in the ICU, Um, and then he says that he died, and I'm like, oh my god, what? what? I'm just like in a total state of shock. I'm over here doing comprehensive assessments and nurses notes, writing and my, you know, how you write and your pen slips when you hear some dis- disturbing news. And I'm like, oh my God, what the hell? Like, are you serious? He was like, yeah, he died. And, you know, and yes, the the pancreatitis is um, an illness that is life-threatening. Yes. Okay. There's no doubt in my mind that he, he was in the ICU. And I I was like, I'm like, wait, 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 I, you got to call me back because like, I, I was like, I'm sitting at the nurse's station and my bottom lip is quivering because I'm like, I'm and my hand is shaking. I'm like freaking the hell out. And I'm like, okay, I don't want the nurses to see me crying and exploding, you know and so I said, excuse me. I said let me, I went to the break room and I was alone in the break room and I was I was bawling my eyes. I was crying like crazy. And I'm like, oh, my God, I was freaking the hell out because I could not believe a friend of mine that I've known, you know, childhood friend that I've known uh, for a very long time has passed away. I I, I just was shocked. I mean, we had, you know, had fun times together. We clowned around. We did a lot of a lot of stuff. I wouldn't call him a best friend, but, you know, he was somebody that we knew. He was somebody that I knew growing up. And, um, I remember crying in the break room. I'm grabbing tissue. I, I was very upset. I was really angry. I mean, I was really a mess. You know, I just couldn't believe it. So, um, one of the other nurses comes into the break room. She knocks, well, she didn't knock on the door, but she quite gently opens the door and she said, Sierra, she said, you okay? And I said, I said, I said, I'm fine. I'm fine. I said, i not really. I said, someone, I, someone I know just died, you know, a friend of mine who I've known forever, you know, since childhood has passed away. And she says, uh, well, Sierra, she goes, there's a, you got a phone call, you know, sorry to bother you and everything. Okay. So I was like, okay, let me swallow my tears. Let me, Draw my face, makeups running, you know, eyeliner's coming down my eyes. Eyes are bloodshot, red from tears. And I, 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 you know, patted my face dry. Went back up to the nursing station. I was like, "Hello," and then it was um, my friend's boyfriend was on the phone. I don't remember his name, uh, but he was on the phone, and he was like, "I said, I oh, said, so what are you guys? I said, why? I said, well, first of all, you're his boyfriend. I said, why aren't you crying?" He was like, "Oh, because I've already cried like so many times and da 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 da, and I'm just tired." And I understand. I was like, "I went with it because I I know sometimes everybody processes grief differently, and you know different different emotions and all that other stuff." So okay, you know, I said he, you know, maybe it hasn't hit him yet. Everybody deals with with grief differently and emotions differently. So I was like, "Okay, fine." And um, so I started saying, "I said, well, are you going to be making you know?" you guys are going to make, have you notified his family, you know, um, and you guys are going to be making arrangements and all that other stuff. Um, and then he goes, oh, I'm sorry. He's not really dead. We just wanted to see if you could take a joke. And I was just like, WTF. I just hung up the phone and I didn't speak to him for ever. That was 2012. That was 11 years ago. And I never spoke to him ever since. And now this person is reaching out to me on social media you know, for whatever reason. And I I have a reason to believe it has something to do with the gang stalking. Because how would he just come up out of nowhere? I said I don't have any friends. And all of a sudden they get him of all people. And there's two people that I do want to talk to that I want to reach out to, and I have not been able, been able to talk to those people. So where the hell, why is somebody I don't want to talk to trying to reach out to me? See, that's the thing. There's a the connection right there. You know, the gang stalking. So, um, but I thought that was just, I, I was like, no, I, you know, I I I joke around, I laugh, I clown, you know, I do stuff like that. Everybody does. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a joker. But there is a limit to my humor. And that exceeded it. I would never, ever, ever pretend like I'm dead. You know, I, I'm just like, why would you do something like that? Who plays like that? You played on my emotions and had me, called me. You know, disturbing me while I was at work, making me seem like there was an emergency and it was not. And you think that's funny. And then you have the nerve and audacity. And this is not the first time that he's tried to reach out to talk to me because I'm like, I don't I don't play like that. You know, I, I just there's something there's something not right with your mind when people do stuff like that. That is sick. That is sick. You know, I don't I don't joke around like that. That is nothing to there is nothing funny about somebody being in being in ICU with a life threatening condition. And then you're going to call me and say that the person died just to see if I, I could take a joke. I mean, there is something seriously wrong with you. And so. I was like, I called my sister up and I was like, girls, like, what do I do? I said, that was, you know, that was 11 years ago. I was like, should I just overlook it? You know, I I don't know what this guy wants. Because the only thing I could think of is like, he's trying to get information on me to supply to somebody else, which is somebody else I don't want to talk to. You know, listen, I'm in my little, you know. My little cubbyhole. I'm doing my thing. I'm already got another, another stuff going, uh, got a lot of other stuff going on. I don't need the drama. I don't need it. Sorry. So I, I, I think I'm good. I think I'm good without it. I'm done with that. We'll be right back. So, anyway, um, yeah, I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, you know, what is it that you want with me? Why are you reaching out to me? What is it that you could ever possibly want? I mean, because I looked at the message and all I saw was, hey, I'm like, wait a minute, hey is for horses and hello is for people. That's first and foremost, you know, it's like, grow up, you know, I, I just, you know, I've pranked people before, I've done stuff like that, but that is. you just don't do stuff like that. You don't play on someone's emotions. I mean, it's like it it's, something is not right upstairs. I mean, these people are not wrapped too tight when you do stuff like that because that's just that's cruel, that is mean, that is evil, you know, but anywho, so that's basically what's been going on. It was just crazy when I got that call. I'm just like uh, or that you know, that call on facebook and and on um on Instagram. And it's just, I, I I don't care for these people anymore. I mean, it was just, there was just so much that was going on. You know, you and your your boyfriend uh, pretends to have these deadly diseases and he likes when people feel sorry for him and he likes when people go, oh, I'm sorry you're going through that. And you're going to say that you have cancer when you don't have cancer. you're going to say you have leukemia and all this other stuff because you like people going, oh. It's just like, I, I again... I I just don't understand how anybody could think that that is something that is okay. And that is something that is normal because it's not, it's, it's really not. All right. So anywho, um, so I get my roommate stuff over to the house. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. So I, we go over there. And the TV is laying on the land on the uh, the futon. He doesn't have a lot of stuff over there. So I'm still trying to get him set up and, and uh, steer him in the right direction. So the TV is laying on top of the futon and I'm like, okay, I'm thinking he sees us, right? This boy sits on top of the TV by accident and cracks it. And I'm like, I know you saw that TV there. I'm like, Oh my God. So now you got it crack in your TV. You don't have to worry about the perps coming in here doing anything because you did it yourself. So now he can't watch TV. I was so upset about that. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to get you into your house. <laughs> you got to make it look like that you live over there, you know? And now he's going to be like, oh, well, I can't watch TV because my TV's got smashed. And I'm like, oh, when I tell you the smoke was on the top of my head, girl, I was too through. I was like, oh, my gosh. Now he's not going to come over here. And I'm like, we got to get you over here. We got to start coming over here and and just start hanging out. Like it'd be a nice little trip, you know, just come over and, you know, spend the weekend and. And just hang out or whatever. But now I got to figure out what to do about this TV. Um, and then I looked around and I noticed that um, they're starting to make subtle damages over to over to his house. Well, they have access. And I mentioned this in the last podcast, you know, um, there was some stuff, uh, some tile in the kitchen that they popped loose. Um, they they they. Um, made the, um, one of the doors, sliding glass patio door, not lock, you know, um, so it's just, it's going to be, they're already, I mean, they have remote access because he's got one of those places that has that, the, um, he's got one of those places that you can, um, remotely unlock and come in anytime that you want to, you know, so, and but that's what what organized talking is about. It's about being able to to go in, do something, and make it look like nothing ever happened. But you know, and then when you report it, they say, "Well, uh, is there any damage to your door?" And then they're not going to take you seriously, you know. So, but that is what they do. So it happens. It's unfortunate, but this is just the stuff that they do. Hot mess. <laughs> But she was more like We went over there to go check his mail and everything. Um, and I don't know, something told us to go over to and go inside of the house go inside of the house. And when we went inside of the house, the heater was on. And there's no telling how long it's been on. You know, we were there, we turned it on, and we always make sure that we turn everything off when we leave, okay? You know, but the heater was on. I could not believe it. It was on full blast. Um, and so he recently called, contacted the, the Puget sound energy and, you know, they say he's got this really high bill, hundred dollar bill, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, what the hell's going on? Like, you know, he's, you know, barely there, you know, there's no TV over there. There's no really no furniture or nothing over there. So, um, that was just kind of really fucked up that that happened um so someone has access remote access to his place and it could be one of the neighbors it could be the manager uh, as or the um the maintenance um it's always somebody and um so we got to straighten that out you know the whole point of doing that is that you know the perpetrators want you broken penniless they don't want you to have no money at all whatsoever that's just the whole point of everything they, they just want people broke. Okay. They have nothing else better to do. Um, and then, uh, I was like, you know, cause the last time we were over there, it was like January 9th, you know, now it's, you know, February 1st, <laughs> I'm a little behind with this podcast. So I'm trying to get everybody caught up and everything. And then, um, I went out and, um, I went to, went inside of a, um, a staple store, had some errands to run, had some things I had to take care of. And one of the guys that was in the staple store, he was like staring like really, really hard. I mean, he was making it so very, very obvious. And, I, you know, I was in there just to shop or whatever, but, you know, I was telling my roommate that, you know, they just do that because they tell them that we're this national security threat or whatever. You know, it's like, and people will do anything for the cops. You know, it, it's just crazy how people don't think you know for themselves they just believe anything and I'm like I said I'm already used to that I don't really care you know I'm just here to do what I need to do and get the hell out of this damn store that's basically it um and so you know they'll do the little scripted lines and all that other stuff and you know they just you know they always it's it's the same same old same old there's nothing new that they do. There's like, what, seven or eight tactics that they use, and they just keep repeating them over and over and over and over until the target gets worn down, until the target gets frustrated and angry or whatever. Um, But that's just what they do. It's just so silly. And then when I came back, every time I come back um, from a certain direction, I noticed that my neighbor and number four, I'm always seeing him around, you know, heading in my direction, you know. Now he might be the one going into my roommate's place as well, because he's always going in that direction. It's like the third or fourth time that I've seen him. And then um, I seen when I was on my way back to my house, I seen the maintenance man coming outside because of course, you know how people do when you're guilty of something, usually somebody breaking in. I don't know why I'm always seeing them right then and there, right when I'm coming into my house, that that's often the case, That that I see a lot of the time. So, I mean, I don't need a a magic eight ball to know who's coming into my house. It's always going to be somebody that's going to be nearby you. Somebody that is close to you. Somebody that is constantly watching you every single day. You know? So, it's it's not a shocker to me. You know? And they just come in here and they just find something to do. um, You know, do anything. It's just like... How can I mess up your life? Let me count the ways. You know, what's what's normal in your life? And let me just go over there and turn it upside down and do what I need to do. But um, here's the thing, folks. You know, enjoy it while it lasts. Trust me. Because every, like I said in the, in the intro of this podcast, you know, everyone's going to get their comeuppance. Trust me. They're not going to know what, what hit them. And people are going to say, oh, well, all I did was you know, go in the house and turn something upside down. I didn't I didn't do anything else that was illegal and criminal because everybody who participated, I'm talking about doctors, nurses, lawyers, everybody, you better be prepared because this is gonna <laughs> come on like a moving train. They have all everybody's information. You when you sign those NDAs, those non-disclosure agreements, trust me, this is gonna come to a head and it's gonna come to a head in a very, very big way. So I'm pretty optimistic. Let them have their fun whatever, but they're always so desperate for attention. And another thing too, it's like, here's the thing, you know, they get really, they don't like when you film them. They don't like that at all, you know, but here's the thing. Don't participate if you can't handle it, period. You know, if you can't handle somebody filming you, then you shouldn't be doing this, you know, so they don't like to be ignored. You know, but I get people coming up to me all the time talking about my dog, this, my dog, that, you know, what kind of dog is that? What is his breed? What is he eat? Just the same old, always something to try to engage you. I'm not giving you any slack because you're elderly. I'm not giving you any slack, uh, you know, because you're a woman, you know, no, you don't, or because you're in a wheelchair or you're crippled. You, you don't, you don't get any of that for me, you know? So it just doesn't work like that. Not, not with me. So I don't care who you are, but perps can be anybody. They can be teenagers. They can be, you know, elderly people. They can be people in wheelchairs. I mean, they use anybody, anybody to target the target, you know, And deliver these stupid scripted lines or whatever that I'm just so used to hearing. Because like I said before, it was, oh, my God, um, you look just like my friend so-and-so. And so, -so. Um, do you know what time it is? Can you help me find such-and-such? That's what it was before I got my dog, you know? So now they try to be, oh, he's so cute. And, you know, and I'm like, "Um, that's nice. Can you please keep it moving? (laughs) So anyway, I'm just like, oh, my God, these people are a hot fucking mess. So like I said, I'm just very optimistic. That's some homework to do. And like I said, just hang in there, guys. I know this is a bumpy ride. It's going to it's going to be tough. You know, we, we just need to hang in there. And like I said, call your senators and congressmen. You know, flood them with calls. Everybody, we can all—we're all capable of doing something at some point. I know some people are getting microwave burns and all that other stuff, but at some point, we have to break away and be like, you know, we need to, you know, to fight this back. Because I guarantee you, this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year for sure. We'll be right back. Pump up the jam. Pump up the jam! Pump up the jam. Pump it- all right so we're back and so um majority of the time i just want to say real quick um he's with me you know uh 98 of the time and the reason why he's with me all the time is because he just recently got diagnosed with epilepsy and he is a fall risk so um that's why I have to keep an eye on him. So I'm te- technically, um, his caregiver, you know, and, uh, he's got a bunch of other issues going on. So I have to, he's gotta be monitored and, and I have to, you know, look out for him and protect him, you know, so nothing bad happens. Um, you know how that is when you're dealing with somebody, anybody with epilepsy, but, um, it, it's not cute. So, um, And and that's that's the reason why he's with me all the time. And, you know, that's why he he really can't be by himself because of of that. You know, he has to be he has has to have uh, supervision um, because I don't want anything bad to happen to him and I am responsible for him. So um, that is what is happening with that. Um, So it's not like, you know. you know and 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 then, like I said, you know we, we still gotta get furniture, we still gotta you know furnish the place, you know this he got a futon, but it didn't come with the frame so and then he cracked the t v and we gotta you know fix all that so um but yeah, so i'm I'm taking care of him and then the best way that I know how um but that that is what I'm doing, and so um, he is a very vulnerable target. And he is targeted. I'm I'm 100% sure that he is now. So, and when you got a lot of stuff going on, yes, people they the purpose will see that as a weakness, and they will they will have a field day with that. You know, they'll try to take advantage of you and and be like, okay, well, he's not gonna know this, or he'll be easy to do, and he's da 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 da. da, da you know, and that's where I come in. I have to to be the lookout, so because he's um. Like I said, at a very vulnerable uh, state right now. So um, in other news, um, if you paid attention to Rumble, you might have noticed that I did um, two documentaries. I did. um, The first one was Diary of Sierra Tavares Reyes. And that one basically was about, um, showing you who I was, what kind of person I am. I've mentioned several times on this podcast, I'm an atheist, I'm non-religious, uh, you know, non-political, um, agenda. That's what I have. Um, there was a little bit about why and how I became a targeted individual that was in there as well. And it just shows off my personality and what kind of person I am, because a lot of people, you know, You know, they see us upset sometimes and they see us angry, but they don't get to see, you know, the person we are before we become targeted and how things go. And so that's what Diary of Sierra Tavares Reyes is. is That is now, um, it's on Rumble, folks. So check that out. Also on Rumble, I did another uh, interview documentary, which is a little bit longer than my little short clips that I've been doing. And basically that is to explain you know, that really gets into the targeting aspect and how it has impacted my life, you know, the reasons why and all of that. And it's a little bit more involved and a little more um, in depth. So check that out. That one's called Silhouette, okay? So um, yeah, so I'm just trying to basically, you know, build my brand and let people know, you know, hey, I'm a real person. You know, this is what it is. You know, I'm not just a face behind the screen. Everybody knows that, you know, you see me everywhere, you know, and I know they hate that. They hate when you're, um, a person, uh, speaking out But I've always been that kind of person, assertive and outspoken. That is just who I am. And one of the things I wanted to say real quick, um, not being religious and not being political. I mean, the, the subject of politics and religion does come up sometimes, but I, I i wanted to say, I've said this a lot of times, is that, you know, at the end of the day, you can hate me, you can love me, but we're not I don't want to spend time arguing with another TI about you trying to make me believe what you believe or forcing me to accept what you accept. At the end of the day, the common denominator is that we're both targeted individuals. So we can either spend time, you know, fighting the perps back or we can spend time arguing with each other. So, and I would rather spend my time fighting back this program, this illegal crime syndicate of organized stalking using pro tactics rather than to sit around here and be like, okay, well, I don't like her because she's an atheist or I don't like her because she doesn't support Trump or whatever. You know, that is just really petty and that is really silly to me. You know, I've said this before, you know, everyone has different backgrounds. Everybody believes different things. We're setting our beliefs. And the thing about it is, is that you know, if we were all the same, what would be the need of getting out of bed in the morning? Somebody else could do it for you. You know, let's let's not bicker back and forth about, oh, you don't like this person, so I don't like you or, you know, because I've had that happen before. And if you do not understand freedom of speech and, and every, everything, because everyone else has, has a freedom of speech. I mean, yes, it's being censored. Absolutely it is. And that's wrong. But Let's try to respect the fact of those who are trying to communicate, right? We'll be right back. So anyway, uh, that's our show for today. We're out of time. And um, I just wanted to say anybody that's involved in organized stalking, your days are numbered. Trust me, you are going to get your comeuppance in a big way. And we as targeted individuals are going to get our justice. So that is just what it is. I don't care if you were being nice to me. You've never been mean to me. If you're, if you're involved in this in any way, shape or form. Trust me, they're coming for you. You may not notice it because you're blinded by gift cards and money and whatever else suits your fancy. But trust me, this is going to end in a big way. This is our year 2023. I'm Sierra Tavares Reyes. Have a great night. The Expressions Podcast has been brought to you by Anchor. I want to thank you all for listening. Like what you just heard? Then please make a small donation to sustain future episodes at anchor.fm slash Sierra Tabari Frias. Thank you.